All right. So for this roundtable discussion, we are going to be talking about the podcasts that we each um, listen to for our assignments. Alex, you listen to the Bug and the Co-optional podcast. Yeah, it's an, odd, it's an odd name, the Co-optional podcast, but um, both are, one is a video game based podcast, like it's about video games, but it covers more serious subjects as well when it leads into it. And another is a fictional podcast that was designed as part of the radio within the game. So it's talking about the government and how it's an intrusive police state and stuff like that. But both of them share similarities. Uh, for instance, they both have uh, British hosts and they have a centralized host um, that will bring them back to the, the focusing topic. So if the topic for the day is workplace abuse, um, both of them will, you know, they'll, they'll have many people come into the podcast, but they will have a centralized host that will say, if, if say people start getting off topic or people start rambling, they'll bring them back and they'll refocus everybody. So I was thinking that would be a good idea to have, um, whether we, we have someone that starts off the podcast and is the centralized host, whether that's Danita, whether that's Austin, me, doesn't matter, but I think we should have, even though there's there's five of us, I think there should be one person that we designate as the podcast leader. Um, and they also talk about things within the podcast. They also use a lot of humor. They use a lot of jokes to try and, I guess, broach the subject of, of more serious things. Like if I'm going to talk about podcast, if I'm going to talk about isolation within the pandemic, if I'm going to talk about things like depression and OCD, I want to approach it respectfully, but with a little bit of humor, a little bit of levity. So talking about my own personal experiences, how I felt like I was going stir crazy. And then as I lead in with the jokes, I can ask perhaps another person to chime in. I can play other pieces of the podcast. I can cite other sources and I can have maybe Austin or Ryan or Catherine or Danita chime in and say something in the middle of it. Like, you know, what do you think of that, Danita? And she'll say something, and then, and then I'll go back to what I was saying in my segment. I'm, I feel like just because it's my segment and it's my turn does not mean that I should be the only voice talking. That occasionally I should have someone else chime in and, and say something to keep it going because it should feel like one unified podcast, in my opinion, not five mini podcasts. And that, that um, that's something that I know we were all agreed on. And I, I think that's a good way to, to do it, to not have us interrupt each other, but to have us chime in on each other's podcasts and, and have it feel like a unified discussion. And I feel like both the co-optional podcast and the bug do that very well. And I'll provide links so that you guys can hear them if you want to hear what I'm talking about. But it's, it, it feels like a party. It feels like at the same time as it's a serious discussion, it feels like it's levity. It feels like a party. It feels like you're hanging out with people that you feel comfortable with, which at the end of the day is what a podcast should be. You come to listen to people that have similar views or interests to you and that you enjoy talking to or at least listening to like they're part of the family. So that, that's what I have to say. Woo. I think that's a good point. I think um, given the requirements of the assignment, we should we should probably all touch on um, a member of our group at least once during each of our segments and making sure that we divide that up um, so that everyone is a part of everyone's podcast in some, some way, shape or form. Um, yeah, my the podcast that I watched wasn't actually um, something I really enjoyed in terms of the organization of between speakers. Like the episode was um, supposed to be 
um, this one guy's podcast. It was supposed to be, oh yeah, Charlie. It was supposed to be Charlie's podcast. And he had this guest speaker, Andrea, who uh, runs her own podcast, The Longest, Shortest Time. And she just kind of takes over. Like they talk maybe for two or three minutes in the beginning. And then all of a sudden, Charlie disappears. You have no idea where he went. Like I'm still sitting here waiting for Charlie's voice to come back and he's gone. Um, so that was something I noticed that maybe if we do that, like if we branch between segments, maybe definitely include some like, like I said, we agreed on kind of maybe like a little jingle or um, a verbal cue, like next we're going to, or next we're gonna hear from kind of thing. Um, because I was really confused during the most, most of the time I was listening to this podcast. Um, because Andrea has a very narrative voice, a very, um, assumes a, a position of authority and it feels like it's supposed to be Andrea's podcast. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what I have to say in terms of organization, touching on what Alex said. Yeah, I think um, the organization is definitely important. And something I noticed uh, with the one that I listened to is that it was very clear and direct with its organization. Like they they started the beginning the beginning with uh, these are clearly the questions we're going to answer, um, and it was uh, divided into acts. Like there was prologue, act one, act two. So there was no way to like sort of deviate from that. Which I think, as somebody who's really disorganized and can kind of get off topic a lot of the time, I think like. Um, that was really important for me personally was to have like a sort of very clear structure without feeling like too stifling. Cause it still felt like a conversation, but it was structured in a way that was really easy to follow, especially because the podcast was about something that I wasn't familiar with um, like finances and stuff. So I think like, yeah, touching on that, the organization um, is something to consider definitely. I think the organization and the structure, like you were saying is, is a key thing that we should think about in our work. And um, to go into that structure conversation, I think it's important how we like showcase the research that we found in the, um, the podcast that I watched, which was the How Old is Winnie the Pooh? Um, she starts right in the beginning with the question itself and then takes us almost on an adventure with her, which I think is very important from a storytelling perspective. But then also along the way, when she's introducing the like interviews that she has and stuff, it all flows seamlessly into that narrative. And I think that's definitely difficult, but something that we should try to incorporate in our own piece so that when we're, you know, like talking about our given topics, um, we can flow right into uh, either like a survey that we did or a, a box pop or an interview. If we can get it all to like seamlessly connect um, to not take away from the storytelling aspect of it. I think that's where we'll find our best results from, for the podcast itself. Yeah, I think, um, that's really important. Like we, we will have the segues and stuff, obviously, but I think like going even, we should go even further with that and sort of like intersecting everything together. Cause it shouldn't just be like, uh, you know, this is what I'm talking about. Okay. Here's what, uh, Austin's talking about. Like it should be more like cohesive. And I think once we have the scripts and the summary and like, I feel like once we have all of our summaries written up, we can kind of like come up with ideas for each other on how to make it like very cohesive. Cause I don't want it to feel like sort of like a, some like weird essay with really bad transitions. Not that I'm saying that that's what we're going to do, but like, I think that'll be a really difficult, um, 
to accomplish. So I think as long as we're like really collaborative with it, especially on the Google Docs, we should be okay. Yeah, I was thinking um, going on with the discussion in class about like we have to find where topics intersect. That sort of got me thinking that like, especially since now we're all focused particularly on media, um, we could, if we really wanted to, try and connect our segments that we have right now into sort of like, um, sort of like uh, subheadings of um, like a bigger es like essay, not to say that it's in an essay format, but it's analogous to it. Um, and my um, podcast that I watched, The Case of the Missing Hit, um, it's sort of was similar to the Winnie the Pooh one, which I also watched separately for fun. Um, it sort of did a similar thing to um, the belt buckle one because it was another mystery and it followed like the research as a mystery format. And I think that if we're using our research to find like a common um, like thesis or topic that we're coming to for a thing, we can follow even like a similar thing where we're going down one research path and then we're converging it um, with other paths and maybe branch off. We don't have to necessarily care if we're hitting dead ends because it's still part of, you know, the journey of it. Um, which is one of the things I wrote on the, the document that um, we can't be like afraid to like hit a dead end with something because it's still material. It's still interesting. It's a podcast. It's entertainment mostly, but it's also educational where you can't, it can't hurt to learn more. Um, so that's something that I thought that we can move our direction towards because it looks sort of like right now we're going to be relying heavily on the writing to um, link our stuff together, but we can more intrinsically embed that sort of linkage between, you know, this topic and this topic and this topic that would benefit mm -hmm. the piece as a whole. Yeah, I think once we have, um, I blank there, um, once we have sort of like the, uh, the what you know the summary of what we're all doing and then you know we can come up with the mission statement that'll really make it easier for us to sort of like cohesively tie all of our research together because I think once we come up like I feel like our major theme right now is basically like um, media that's still here and maybe more more uh, I don't know if everybody's doing this but like media that's comforted people during the pandemic seems to be a popular theme as well um so like, I think once we narrow that down or maybe I'm wrong on what the theme is, but I think, yeah, that would be good to, to figure out. I agree, especially if we lay out everything that everyone's touching, um, you know, it'll ensure that there's not too much overlap, but just enough. In the podcast that I'd watched, which was the baby shark phenomenon, um, there wasn't really a clear theme or a message. It just covered up bunch of different topics that all related back to um, baby sharks. So like baby shark cereals, uh, Disney TV shows are making um, related songs and remixes, viral videos and memes that have come from it, you know, raising kids, marching bands, music theory, and how to not go crazy when you're listening to the song. Um, but in the end, there really was no clear message. It was just spit firing everything you could possibly know about baby shark in every way, shape or form. So to me, that was really um, overwhelming. So if we can avoid too many dead, dead ends and too many different branches and finding a way to interconnect. And I think Danina with, with that document, that would kind of help us avoid branching off in too many different directions. 
it looks like we're coming up with like sort of like a spectrum of like pure research essay academia sort of thing and tangential just um educational junk food if that makes sense so like we'll have like the going off on tangents all the time all the way on this side and then we'll have like the dictator narrator who takes care of all of the research and it's all informational on this side so like I think we want to figure out where we want to be on that and um I'm I'm more like gauged towards like the middle I don't know what we come up with as a group but mm -hmm. I think it's very good to like marry um equally the element of yeah this is gonna be entertaining we can diverge and talk about these things but also we have a point we want to hit home and we want to you know have some sort of completion at the end of the podcast. Yeah, I agree. I think I think for all of our research, um, we kind of have like both like very academic sources and and research, and then we kind of like are interviewing people or very casually having discussions with people. So I think that we're unless I'm, unless I'm wrong, but I think that like all of us seem to have that in common with how we're approaching the research. I definitely agree, and I think the important part is how we're incorporating that so even if we do have big pieces of that brain food that you were talking about instead of just throwing them out there and then leaving them it's more important to kind of like talk about them and discuss them as a part of the podcast itself not just making a bunch of branches like Catherine said was overwhelming so incorporating that is is like the the big thing that we're we're going to work on and um, yeah I'm excited to see where it goes yeah, I think we kind of have to treat it sort of like a hedge almost, where like you have all these different branches going everywhere and you like cut it into the shape that you want it. And I think that one of the big things to key into this is that this is also, um, it seems like a lot of our stuff has to deal with like personal experiences with things. Um, so I think we can add, add a level of like, oh, we like interact with me every day. And like, how do we bring our own experiences into this? And we can sort of inject that to add more relatability to it. Um, like my podcast, it had, it went through different stages of like, this guy was trying to find um, this pop song that like didn't, that he couldn't find on the internet. So he talked to the person who found it and was like dedicated to learning about it. And they brought in a band to like make a new version of the song so that they can better like look for it. And then that band, everybody was all into it. And they were like, oh, this is like, cool. My mind's being bothered by this. We need to find an answer. Um, so I think if we add in like, those branches that we branch off at, if we still have like meaningfulness in them, even though it's a dead end, we could still bring it back and be like, all right, this is, you know, this is still important. I was thinking that a way we can do that is through like interviews and stuff. Um, my, my segment that I was thinking of, um, I was gonna have different like Vox Populi sort of interviews and be like, oh, what do you think of this movie? What do you think of this movie? Um, and then have people be like, oh yeah, I never thought of it that um, I was going to focus on Ms. Doubtfire. I don't know if anybody's remembered it, um, was one of the ones I was going to touch on and how like my partner in introduced me to it. And I was like looking at it and I was like, oh, I don't know if this is like questionable or not. Um, and then she was like, oh yeah, I seeing that now it's sort of like, it's different. So I think that that's sort of branching off there. You have, um, you can keep the people in touch with the topic, but also it's like, I don't know if I formed a cohesive thought there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I know what you mean. It's sort of like showing people a new perspective. 
on yeah. things, which I think is cool because like we're talking about older media or at least uh, I think I think we all are or most of us, I think we're talking about media, media that brings people comfort. And so like with mine, I'm talking about a really, really old um, anime from like 1995 that people are just like, you know, rediscovering again. And, and Austin, you're talking about um, sort of like older media, Ryan, you're talking about vinyls. So I think like there's sort of like a point of intersection there that we can definitely be like uh, telling people like, why is this popular again? Why does it bring people comfort? Uh, what is there new to learn about this, you know, sort of medium? So I think that was a really good point, Austin.